Hey all you Warhammer players and all you non-Warhammer players, All Day 40k here, and I'm gonna talk about hobbying, just in general. And when I specifically talk about hobbying, it is the like the cutting and building of models. Maybe we'll get into paint, maybe that's another episode. We'll see how far we get uh, as I just kind of start talking through this. Now the first thing to understand when you like open that first box of models or when you start building in general is that there are just a few very like important things that you need to remember as you're building. Um, so the first best practice is you're gonna need a pair of nippers, number one. And when you nip things off of the sprue, take a little bit of the sprue and leave it on the model itself. Um, just like the tiniest little fleck of plastic still that the, that the actual piece connected to the sprue. If you do that, you put yourself in a position where you see uh, where you can take a hobby knife after, so like a little razor blade with a handle on it, um, and then you shave that piece off in smaller chunks so that you don't cause any kind of stress to the plastic that is connected to the actual model piece uh, because that's one of the easiest things that's like that you can screw up. Um, is you take your nippers and you cut next to the actual model um, like you just line it up with the the leg or whatever that you're cutting out um, and then you end up stressing the plastic and that blemish appears and when you like when you do it on small stuff it's not that big of a deal but it's super noticeable on bigger models um, and and learning how to have control with a hobby knife and shave those pieces off it's a learned skill but start doing it early so that you don't uh, put yourself in a position later on where you are uh, looking back and potentially regretting some of the models that you've pieced together that you play with regularly because now you have to potentially strip them, clean them up, and then repaint them. And that is, takes much longer than building them the right way the first time. The next best practice to bring into play is to clean up your mold lines. Much like those little bits of plastic that appear on a model, a mold line will jump off the table when you look at it. Um, Space Marines specifically have some of the worst mold lines like in the shin area and the back of the leg. And it just, it, it's a Grand Canyon size mold line. And at first when you're just putting things together, like you're like, oh, that's fine. It's just a line. Um, but again, you, you put them on the table, then you see them and you just regret everything. And you have to put yourself in a position where you are going back, <laughs> cleaning up the mold lines, stripping, painting, etc., etc., etc. So this is just best practice. Attack those early on. Um, and then make sure you have a hobby knife and replacement razor blades that are going to be solid for what you're doing. Um, that way, it's never something that comes up. Now, do you ne necessarily need uh, a very specific kind of mold line tool no that is a kind of a waste of money like it's it's a nice thing it's it, it's it's slightly angled has a has a mildly sharp like smooth edge at the same time um that make for cleaning up mold lines but also you could just use the back of your hobby knife or uh, a file a file kit and when i talk about file kits i'm not talking about the files from uh citadel or army painter those cost like twenty dollars you can go down to your local hardware store and pick up like a kit of uh, like I think they're metal files, um, but they're like six bucks. Um, 
and they have every angle that you're looking for and actually will hog plastic off in the case that you need to. Um, so there's lots of little cool tools that you could pick up that will do everything that you're looking to do, um, especially when it comes to cleanup and prep for all of these models. The next important piece of hardware, or not hardware, but model building tool and, and best practice in general is find a glue that you like. I think that's really the best piece of advice I can offer. Um, plastic glue is what I use. A lot of people like to use super glue, but I find it that it's a little messy. Um, and if you don't grab the right super glue, it has that white residue that it leaves and that just, it creates a mess. Um, so the glue that I like to use is Citadel's plastic glue. Like this is the one Citadel product that I have like absolute faith in. Um, is this very specific glue. I like how loose it is, like it's a very watery glue. Um, some of the other plastic glues like really come out like a gel and I don't necessarily feel that that is the best, especially the way it hardens. Um, the Citadel plastic glue has a metal tip, which is unique among glues right now, I think. Um, and I really appreciate that. I think it, it makes for a much better application of glue uh, in general. Um, also, when you're piecing together your model and gluing things up, dry fit everything first. Make sure you know where it's going to go and ha like do it a couple times. Like, okay, it's going to go here. It's going to go here. Because again, these models are something that will be with you for a very long time so long as you continue to play the army. You're not just going to throw something away, give it away. or you know, I mean, I suppose you could sell it, but you don't just get rid of stuff because it's old in Warhammer. You use it until you replace it or sell it otherwise. So <clears throat> dry fit it so you don't wind up with like the weird gritty texture from putting on glue and moving stuff around, putting on glue and moving stuff around. Um, that way you can hold it in place, put a smaller application of glue and know that it is fairly well stuck together. And the smaller the application of glue, the easier it is to pull apart if you had made a mistake which no matter how careful you are, you will do from time to time. And it's okay that that happens. All right, speaking of putting things together, one of the more important pieces of advice I could recommend to you is to check and recheck the instructions. Never put things together blind. You're looking at a huge sheet, typically, of plastic tiny pieces. And if you're doing something that feels like it's replicatable, you tr like my brain immediately says okay let's create a process cut all these legs out cut all these arms out cut all these chests out don't do that um work it one at a time follow the instructions step by step uh, unless you are very competent at like putting things together and you want to do certain combinations because most of them are formed in a way that they are meant to fit together a certain way and you can wind up with some really goofy poses if you just start doing things willy-nilly um, then you have to start working with like green stuff and developing like your own poses and that's its own like project and that's not something anybody new should probably be focusing on at this point um, unless that's like your thing and if that's your thing awesome have fun with it but for you know the rest of us the normal people out there um, we like guys really take it slowly go piece by piece and you won't screw up. Like it's so easy to, to fall into a position where you're put, like you're painting your model, you look down and you notice stuff that should be there isn't there. 
and maybe that wound up on a different model on accident. Maybe um, you you know got rid of the sprue, which you should never do. Clip your sprues and just you know create a bin of crap that you can always go back to. But um, yeah, yeah, you really really want to be very intentional oftentimes with the way that Games Workshop has designed the things that you're piecing together. If you're getting bored of it and like, you know, you really want new stuff, look into the the molding clays and and the and the green stuff that can actually support what you're trying to accomplish with creating new poses with different bits. So to recap all of the actual tools that I would recommend you bring, it's very easy. The first tool are, is a set of nippers. It doesn't matter what set you buy for your first set. What matters the most is the way that you snip the sprue off or the piece off the sprue and making sure you leave that little piece of, little piece of plastic so that you can then come in with the next most important tool, which is the hobby knife, where you are going to shave off those little pieces of extra sprue that are still on there, as well as the mold lines on the body itself so that you have a very clean setup. That way, when it's time to use the next most important piece, the glue, you can actively go through the process of dry fitting each piece where you're like, okay, this, it looks good here. This is where it's supposed to go. Put on a minimal amount of that glue uh, and then hold it together and fasten it. Finally, if there's any extra cleanup, get yourself a set of files. I do not recommend you hunt down those like diamond tipped Citadel ones or whatever. Just go to the hardware store, find a small set of like machining files, just little metal files. Um, and they are going to do everything you need for them to do. Uh, I guess on top of that, like the more you get into it, you can get like thousand grit sandpaper or 2000 grit sandpaper to go in and help clean things up as well. Oh, and one last thing I forgot to mention, uh, is a plastic brush. So there are these little like long handled plastic brush, plastic bristle brushes. If you run those over, um, any model that you've pieced together, what actually it happens is it pulls off all like the white shreddy plastic bits uh, and makes it so that it's like that clean gray. So it's actually gonna just kind of eradicate or not eradicate, but get rid of all the little extra dusty bits that are on it. Um, and it works really well for that. Uh, so definitely get those. They cost like, like a three pack costs $6 at an ACE. So yeah, definitely worthwhile. The next important thing to remember about piecing together models um, is that you're going to receive instructions on, on oftentimes older kits and they're going to be like, here's all the different build things you can do. Look at the application for the current edition that we're playing. I think that's a really important thing to remember um, because you can put stuff onto models and it feels a little awkward and weird when you look at it later on because you're like, well, they can't have that loadout. Um, most of the time it's fine, especially with like the newer kits, you don't have to worry too much, but anytime that you're piecing together like firstborn Marines, which are the smaller, older ones, um, that's one of those kits and, uh, times where you have to be very careful with what you're attaching. So like we look at the application, actually look at the, the, the weapons you want that unit that you're building to have and make sure that you build it to match that. Because if you don't like piecing infantry back together after you've built and painted it sucks it's kind of the worst so avoid that um 
Could you magnetize everything? Sure. Should you? Absolutely not. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, I guess the if you magnetize super cleanly, yes, like you can resell that stuff and uh, at the end, and you'll actually make money on those if you do it oftentimes, but we don't play this game typically just to turn around and sell the work that we do. Um, and you would end up putting in, if you want all the weapon options on like, let's just say uh, some heavy intercessors or yeah, heavy intercessors. They have three guns, but in this edition, they have two guns. Um, and it's pretty limited to where you have four dudes with one type of bolter, one dude with another type of bolter, and that's it. Uh, otherwise, their loadouts are the same. But you could go through the process of building a model or building them where they each have different styles of bolters, and that's like a ninth edition holdover, maybe even an eighth edition holdover where they had like different round, different kinds of bolters, and it was just silly. So be consistent in your build and make sure that the unit's weapons actually match what you're piecing together for your own sanity. The next building best practice I'm going to recommend is make use of all the little extra stuff. And when I say extra stuff, I mean like purity seals, little things that uh, notate a faction. Uh, if you can find, like you can find really cool 3D printed bits that you can put on your models uh, that help like, oh, this is my raven, these are my raven guard marines and they have all these cool little uh, feathery things or whatever else you want to put onto them. Like that kind of stuff is great and, and like glue that on during the building process uh, because it's, it's worth, it's worth it. The more you customize what you do. Uh, now if you're a degenerate like me, who's just mostly in, into the competitive side of the hobby, I don't put any iconography on my Marines that I build anymore because I want to be able to play, you know, orange cause my Marines are orange, uh, orange, um, Raven guard or orange ultramarines or orange, uh, death wing. Like I don't care. I just want to play what sounds fun, and so I collect the models, and they're all they're all uniform in terms of color. Um, but the iconography is something that I personally avoid at this point. It used to be all imperial fists, and I have a bunch of stuff with a little fist on the shoulder. But at this stage, where I am now, I just don't feel the need uh, to do that. It just it's never been my priority. Okay, so we built our model. Now the next thing you have to worry about is basing your model. Uh, during the building process, you don't have to glue them to the sprue, or sorry, not sprue, but the base yet. There'll be usually an instruction that says glue them to base. Uh, you don't have to do that. Um, and if you do glue them to the base, at this, this is the stage where I would say like use a little bit of super glue uh, so that you can pop them off later on because you, you should put more care into your bases. Now everybody has a, a thing that they do. Like some people will just use like a, a smear of like this mud texture um, onto a base, paint it, add a bush or two, um, and they're and they're happy and that's great. Uh, one of my buddies, Brett, he likes to just glue uh, glue the little like fake grass on top. Awesome, that's perfect because that meets all the requirements for. Uh, uh, for battle ready models is doing something like that. But if you want to take it a little bit further This is where you get to go a little wild now do note that you don't have to like You shouldn't use things that are gonna naturally rot over time. So like, you know I, I remember some guy doing a coffee grounds thing on his bases like cool if you want to do that fine or or 
and hear me out, spend six bucks on some hobby mud, and that's fine. Um, it's sand and glue when it comes down to it. You can make it yourself uh, as well. But, like, stick to stick to rocks and sand and maybe even pieces of wood. That's fine. That's not going to decay quickly enough to uh, be weird on a base. Um, make use of PVA glue. I think that's a really important piece of basing. Um, when I first started basing my gray knights i just would put glue down on like the base and then just sprinkle sand on top and i can't tell you how messy and stupid that is so what you should do instead um is you do the you do the first step and you take like the pva glue you smear it across the top of the base you sprinkle sand on top and then you let it dry and then you come back again with like a watered down pva glue and then you put a layer on top of it slap a little bush on that base Give it some paint before the bush, of course. Um, make it look cool. Try to have the colors contrast with the actual model. Uh, and boom, then super glue that model to the base. Um, so that if you need to pull them off the base, you can. Again, you just have to, you know, it's more of a twist rather than a pull. Or you get in there with a hobby knife and pluck it off. Um, but basing is important. It is as much part of building a model as, as the actual construction of the model. Because you see so much of the base all the time um and it is a requirement for uh battle ready of course there is an entire industry of hobby tools out there that depending on how deep you're getting and what you need you can certainly invest in uh for example getting a bunch of those like clay shaping tools or the um uh the resin cast not resin cast the the like the gummy little shaping tools as well silicone that's it silicone shaping tools um if you're into the actual process of like getting into green stuff and shaping and building your own little additions and whatnot to models then those tools are absolutely worthwhile having but if you're just getting into the hobby maybe take your time you don't have to do you don't have to jump into that stuff quite yet so, like, don't go out and buy a bunch of random kits from, like, Timu or whatever. Um, most of that stuff sucks. So, you just should focus on the things that you need, which I, which I covered at the beginning, of course, of the podcast so far. Um, there's lots of cool stuff out there to get, but it all has a very specific purpose behind it. And unless that's, that's something that you're actively working towards, don't feel the need to just pick things up you're already spending enough money on warhammer plastic anyway might as well hold back a little bit uh take it from somebody who overspent on and pick, picked up everything he could as quickly as he could um the the more you take your time and are intentional with your purchases the better off your results are going to be from a building process um start simple and build up just because it's simple doesn't mean it won't look good but as long as it's very thoroughly taken care of, you will have a much better time looking back at the stuff that you're painting and building uh, and feel good about it. Okay, so I don't think I want to get into the painting bit. Uh, painting is its very own, it, like honestly, you could be multiple episodes from like what painting is. Um, so what I'll leave you with when it comes to building models, it's very simple. Take your time with the way that you build your model. Dry fit, test fit, whatever you want to call it, that's fine. Um, 
follow the instructions, add the bits, the little extra bits to the model to make it look cooler when it is time to paint it. Um, and you're going to have an okay time. Let things set. Don't take like, don't try to jam it all together super quick. Cause that's how you make, you know, gross and ugly models. Um, don't be afraid to get in there and file things down and make sure you get rid of those mold lines. Uh, and you're going to have a much better time when it comes to painting up your model later on, if you follow what I talked about here. Uh, but that's it for me. Thank you so much for listening. I'm all day 40 K follow for more. Tell anyone who's interested in learning about Warhammer, uh, about this podcast and I will keep continuing to craft content. Otherwise find me on TikTok. That's usually where I live. Um, and yeah, have a great rest of your day guys. I'll see you the next time.